This is Brain Rot Babbles. Welcome, my little brain What's up, my brain cells? Welcome to my very first podcast video. Today is just gonna be a little intro as well as a little um, theory thingy that we're gonna do. So, um, I guess I can go ahead and start with the boring information first, and then we can get on with the fun part. So, hey, (laughs) it's me. Um, Y'all don't know much about me, and I don't know much about you. So, I've decided to do these little question thingies. I have this bag next to me. You feel, you hear that? You feel me? Yeah. It's a fuzzy bag. Be jealous. I'm okay with it. No, I'm just joking. Um, later on in the week, I'll be filling it up with, uh, little questions that I can draw out of it. And the questions would be, um, like, what state you're from, what's your favorite color type thing. Um, and the very first try that I've done this video, uh, the question was, what, Um, state y'all are from so I decided to carry on that tradition no Um, but yeah if y'all would like to share what state y'all are from that's totally fine if not and you're not comfortable with it that's totally fine as well Um, I guess I can go ahead and start with where what state I'm from I'm from Texas yeah it's so cool here no it's not don't ever come here it's not fun Because, you know, you could be out there doing whatever fun stuff you can, and I'm stuck here doing a podcast video. But, you know, it's fun. Probably the most fun thing that I've done in my life. Okay, we're getting off track. Alright, what state y'all are from? Go ahead and drop that in the comments, um, if you're comfortable, like I said. Um, some announcements, I guess. I'll be posting every Saturday, um... I don't know. I've switched up the days so many times, but I think I'm going to stick with Saturdays because it's the only free day that I have. Also, um, technically the only night I can stay up for, um, videos like these. Um, so let's see. What are some other things? Oh, um, if y'all followed me on Instagram, um, y'all know that it was supposed to be a duo podcast thing with me and my partner. My partner decided that it's not a great time to start a podcast video because of school and whatnot. Um, completely understand, um, but I'm not giving up on y'all, so don't worry. (laughs) I'll be here for ya. Um, but no, actually... I will be here every Saturday. <laughs> um, alright. I think that's all of my announcements. If I forget them, I'll just say them at the end. Oh, one more thing. Sorry. Um, I've decided to call y'all my brain cells. I don't really know. Just because the title of the series, or this podcast thing, is Brain Rot Babbles. And, I don't know. Brain Rot trying to brain rot rot y'all I don't know it kind of sounds good together but it kind of doesn't so if y'all have any suggestions that's fine another thing if y'all don't like any of this content that's completely like 
completely okay. Y'all just tell me what y'all are interested in and I can try and do what satisfies y'all. Alright, let's get on with the fun part of this video. Alright, so have y'all ever heard of the Pixar theory? I have heard bits and pieces of it. I never really understood what it technically meant. So today we are going to discover what the true meaning of this is. Um, just a quick warning. Um, this does have spoilers to the Pixar movies. And, you, and so if you haven't seen them um, and you would like to watch them, I would suggest not watching these because they do have spoilers. I do not want to spoil you. Also, I'm not the best at reading. I will try my best. And there is so many words. I've already read this. There's so many freaking words that are so hard. So yeah, don't judge. I'm not the best. Okay? Okay. Let's get on with it. So, um, these are like different Pixar movies from the website PixarTheory.com. Um, they have dates with them, but then when it's it goes towards the end it doesn't the dates don't make sense so um yeah so the first movie that it starts with is brave all right so let's get in with it so i'm going to read what the website says and then i'll just tell you all what i think and just stuff like that all right it all starts with merida discovering the will of the wisps um in parentheses it says magic so if y'all didn't know what that was it's magic <laughs> The magic turns her mother into a bear. This magic is why animals and... Oh no! Okay, this is why animals and inanimate objects, um, these are also in parentheses, brooms and tools, behave like humans. So basically, is this imitate? No, it's inanimate. Okay, anyways. This magic is why animals, inanimate objects, behave... Sorry. <laughs> Brain fart. Okay. Behave like humans. Magic was utilized by a witch who mysteriously vanishes through wooden doors. Keep in mind, wooden doors. Okay. Eventually, the magic from the Will of the Wisps would lead to the birth of superheroes. Alrighty. So, um, that last bit transitions Brave into The Incredibles. So, this is the Incredibles theory, story, thingy. Alright, it says, superheroes maintained order in the world. Sorry, I read that so wrong. Superheroes maintain order in the world. But Buddy, a wannabe superhero, created two things for the demise of superpowered humans. Self-serving AI bots like the Omni Omnidroid and the high-tech zero-point energy. Electromagnetic energy that exists in a vacuum. Okay. So. Okay. So I don't know if y'all remember, but in the movie Incredibles, Buddy makes this huge um, robot thing. And it says that it has a vacuum. I don't remember it having a vacuum. But it has a vacuum using electro. Electric. Gosh. Electromagnet energy. Okay. Um, so it says, this is the pivotal moment where we see machines eradicating their only threat. 
supers. So, like, they're strong threats, I guess. Then it transitions, and it says, Eventually, toys start to absorb and draw their powers from zero-point energy, unseen energy that travels in wavelengths. So the electro electromagnets, goodness gracious, electromagnets ends up going to the toys. Then it goes to Toy Story. Imagine that. All right. It says the first signs of life from toys are now present due to Syndrome's technological, technological prowess. Okay. It says toys come up with a code of rules and learn that human love is another energy source upon which they thrive. These toys discover what happens to toys that are isolated from humans. And this transitions to Toy Story 2. In Toy Story 2, it says the toys discover that it is dangerous for them to be isolated from humans. We start to see inanimate objects question their purpose in life. For example, Jessie resents her owner, Emily, for abandoning her. Abandoning. Abandoning her. Resentment towards humans was not only carried by inanimate objects, but by animals as well. And this leads to Nemo. Finding Nemo. In the ocean, we find that fish are incredibly advanced. They have schools, a network, and freeway system. We discover that humans are polluting the earth and and experimenting on them. Get this. Dory was on one of the... Gosh. Dory was one of the animals that was experimented on, which is the reason why she is so forgetful. I don't know when this was last updated but it doesn't have finding dory or find yeah finding dory but if y'all remember in her childhood she was raised in that aquarium and so it makes sense that it was polluting no it makes sense that humans were experimenting on the fish because she was raised there so she has forgetfulness there are signs of resentment growing towards humans for polluting the environment stealing fish and caging them so there's another resentment animals begin to be more curious and carry more humanistic characteristics which leads to ratatouille so the first time that i read all this it didn't seem like any of them were connecting to each other but now that i'm rereading it it's definitely connecting all right in Ratatouille, it says, Remy discovers his love for cooking and displays human characteristics. Some of them are walking on his hind paws, cleaning his hands, reading, and cooking. This is the first time we see personal interaction between human and animal. Um, but it is for the purpose of controlling humans. So basically, the only time and the first time we see interaction between animals and humans, the animals are controlling the humans. Which is kind of, you know, sketchy and weird. So it says, Rumi controls Linguini because Linguini doesn't know how to do anything. (laughs) That's kind of hurtful. (laughs) We see that Rumi's rat clan does not approve of the humans and feels both fear and hate towards them. This little paragraph doesn't have a transition from this. So it goes to um, Toy Story 3. So it says, three years later, toys have gone through a lot with humans. 
If you've seen the movie, you can tell why most of the toys have had it. This is the Toy Story where Woody and his crew go to the daycare. And, um, yeah. Okay. So, you've seen the movie. If you have, you can tell why most of the toys have had it. Had it. Goodness gracious. Being abused physically and emotionally by humans. Lotso the Huggin' Bear straight up hates humans because they use the discard they use and discard toy objects like they are nothing. He starts trying to take care of his own kind. This provides yet another reason why machines and objects alike are ready to take over. So basically this is um trying to get out the point that um toys and machines and animals are trying to take over the human race basically then it transitions to up and get this it says carl and ellie write to andy telling him to get rid of his toys because they know the um, um, they know the animosity between toys and humans coming ahead and that's why they are planning on living in solitude see i don't think i would ever guess that Ellie and Carl are related to Andy. I don't know. I can't tell if I see it or not. Alright, as you know, it transitions to up. It says, Carl is forced to give up his house to a cooperation called BNL because they are expanding the city. This is foreshadowing. foreshadowing. This cooperation is the cause for polluting the earth and wiping out life in the distant future. As a result of technology overreach, Carl discovers that animals can communicate with humans and sees the bitterness that they have. Charles Muntz effectively trains an army of dogs. So that's like the bad guy, I guess you could say. This is the start of the tipping point between animals and humans. Years later, the uprising between animals and humans begins. Who do you think will win the war? Then it goes to cars. So you know how in the beginning of this episode I said we would have a question... If y'all would want this to be the question, y'all have to, but it can be. Um, so before I say anything, do you think the animals or the humans would win? I'll give you like a minute. Okay, maybe 30 seconds. Alright. If you haven't guessed it, pause the video or something. So let's get on and see... Who wins the war? Alright. You ready for this? It says, When animals rose up against the humans to stop the pollution, the machines saved the humans and they won the war. However, since machines helped humans win, it tipped the balance on the earth. So technically, they both kind of won. Machines won the saving and humans were saved. Anyways. It's kind of a tie. Didn't know that. Sorry, guys. Um... So it tipped the balance of the balance on the earth. Machines slash BNO had to send the remaining humans off into space on a ship called Axiom. All of the other machines were left behind to po- populate the world and run things. But how do we know cars took over Earth and not another planet? So basically, it's like.
So it's saying that the machines wanted the humans to live, but they ended up giving them into a space planet, space um, ship, sorry, a spaceship, which would go into Wally, wouldn't it? Because that's the only movie in Pixar with spaceship people in it. That did not make any sense, but if you have the brain connectivity of me, you would understand. Okay. <laughs> um... So yeah, it's saying that there's like a conflict, I guess, going on right now. And it's trying to figure out how Cars are on the planet Earth and not on another planet. Which leads us to Cars 2. And this explains pretty much that question. It says in Cars 2, Cars go to Europe and Japan. Which shows that that it's the same planet as all the other Pixar movies. It also shows that there are no humans throughout the world. That's kind of weird. Not gonna, not gonna lie. It says the world at this time ends up with an energy crisis as oil is the... What? Let me start that sentence over. Sorry, guys. The world at this time ends up with an energy crisis as oil is the only energy used for the cars. Alanol Cooperation was using green energy as a catalyst catalyst for a fuel war in order to turn cars away from alternative energy sources. Um, that clean fuel could have been, sorry, that clean fuel could have been used to swiftly wipe out many of the cars. Alanol was run by BNL, which eventually polluted the whole earth due to its use of oil. The whole world becomes unfit to sustain life. So basically, um, the oil polluted the whole earth, which wasn't the best thing because it ended up killing the life of planet earth, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so then it goes to Wally. It says, earth has become uninhabitable, uninhabitable for hundreds of years. Due to BNL, the cooperation took over the world slash government starting in the 1950s. Wally is the only machine left on Earth after it ran out of sources. Out of resources, he survived because of his fast, fast, fascinated. Oh my gosh, fascinated, fascinated. You know, my brain is sort. Gosh, I'm gonna kill myself. Okay, my brain is short-circuiting. Okay, get it together. Alright, it says he survived because he's fascinated, there we go, with human culture and also is his friendship with a cockroach, which helped him maintain his personality and fulfillment. Robots slash machines on Axiom have left Earth centuries earlier. Um, it shows that machines develop a sense of purpose out of the humans, humans, um, dependence on them. Wally is a robot Jesus. This is what kind of got me, like, really hyped up because this all makes really good sense. It says Wally is a robot Jesus and he and his love, the appropriately named Eve save the human race and start a new beginning on earth again during the credits of wally we see the shoe that contains the last of plant life 
it grows into a mighty tree. Keep that tree in mind, okay? A bug's life. That same plant we see in Wally grew to be the tree in a bug's life. Insects have a longer lifespan in a bug's life. Prior to Wally, the an ant can last just three months. However, in a bug's life, these ants will all survive an entire summer and elude to being around for quite some time. One ant states that he feels 90 again. This indicates that ants are sturdier as a result of evolution and mutated genes. Another ant tells Flick not to leave the island because there are snakes, birds, and bigger bugs out there. Mind you, he didn't um, mention anything about humans, so that's kind of kind of a little bit weird. Oh, I didn't even realize it said this. It says they do not mention humans because they are very there are very few humans to make it dangerous enough for insects to worry about it. Okay, basically, technically what I said. <laughs> However, one kid did allegedly pick the wings off of the homeless bug. Later in the distant future, animals start evolving into the dominant species. Alright, which takes us to the one and only Monsters University. This is the second one, not the first one. Just let y'all know. Which is when they're in college. Yeah, that explains it. Okay. So it says, hundreds of years after Wally, animals started changing due to radiation caused by B&L. These animals evolved into monsters and accidentally, accidentally wiped humans off the face of the planet. Monsters University was founded in 1313. This is dated using the monsters calendar, not the human calendar, and shows that it took place almost 1400 years after a bug's life. A monster... At Monsters University, they falsely taught the monsters that humans were toxic and from another dimension. This was because monsters were worried about being erased from existence and altering history. Which takes us to the original Monsters, Inc. Okay. It says, Monsters and machines didn't realize their mistake of getting rid of humans until it was too late. They eventually realized that humans were their source of energy and needed to sustain life. Machines help solve that by letting monsters use doors to time travel to the human generations, which leads to Boo. Alright, this is going to explain everything. So, remember what I said to keep in mind about that wood? The wood um, door with the witch? Alright, it says... This is, we're talking about Boo now. It says, sweet little Boo never got over Sully and became obsessed with finding out what happened to him. She remembered that doors are the key to finding Sully. Later on in life, she figured out how to time travel using wooden doors. Um, she goes back to the source of all magic, aka the Will of Wisps. Will of the Wisps, sorry. <laughs> and creates magic to find Sully by using wood. Boo leaves evidence behind in Brave, two carvings whittled out of wood. They were Sully and a pizza truck, the two things that she loves most in life. Although she knows how to travel through time, she does not know how to determine what time period she will go into. 
Therefore, speculation has it that Boo is the one planting all of the Easter eggs throughout all the Pixar movies because she has been actually going through different time periods. Okay, so that may have not made sense to you at all, but it does. So, in the movie Brave, the old witch, you know, after she turns the queen into a bear, she disappears from a wooden door. Okay, that's explainable. And the witch is a wooden carver. Yeah. And it mentioned that there was a sculpture of Sully, which, you know. So I'm thinking that the witch was um, Boo when she was older. So she time traveled like a little bit too far, you know. Okay. And then these are the little Easter eggs type things. Um, it says, Boo discovered that wood was the source of energy all along. Like I said before. It says, in Monsters, Inc., they use doors made of wood because it has the energy to time travel in. Okay. Wood doors. The wood from a bug's from a bug's life is the source of Flick's in, ingenuity. I don't know how to say the word. Sorry. Um, the tree from Bug's Life bears a resemblance to the one in Up that Carl and Ellie often visited. This tree was a source of Carl's wild idea of balloons and transporting to his house, or balloons transporting his house. Okay. Um, if you look closely in Toy Story 2, um, it shows Flick and Heimlich. Is that? Yeah. Flick and Heimlich? Heimlich? Um, Heimlich. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think it's Heimlich. Um, Flick and Heimlich are presented, showed in the Toy Story 2 movie. It says, Boo tried to go to the future and could have fallen into the Wally time period and kept traveling, stumbling upon the tree in a bug's life and could have brought back a few bugs with her. See? And then, um, it says, why did the witch turn Queen Eleanor into a bear and brave? It says, this was Boo's failed attempt to bringing Sully back. The bear somewhat resembles Sully. So Boo tried to get, um... Sully back, but she ended up failing and got a bear instead. Alright, I think, yeah, that's it. So, all of the source, all of the theories leads to Boo. Boo is a time traveler, and she, she outdid it herself again. Alright, um, so that was the rest of the theory part video, um, now it's the outro yeah um i don't know what the outro is but we can try all right so it goes kind of like this all right y'all so i hope y'all get a lot of knowledge throughout the week that way y'all can transfer y'all's knowledge into my brain that way i am smart and i don't have to worry about grades you know i'm just joking it doesn't work like that um i hope y'all have a wonderful week and I'll see y'all next Saturday. Um, be smart, okay? Be the light that people need in their life, okay? Um, I hope that this episode was fun. If it wasn't for you, 
leave a suggestion of as to what you want. And yeah, y'all have a great night, morning, day, whatever time it is. Y'all be the best you can. Alright, this is just getting weird now. See y'all later.